Right then, do you believe in near-death experiences? Well, finding real answers to reports of bright lights, divine visions and out-of-body perception is apparently a pressing issue. Now, Mark Pritchard is an expert of the subject and joins me this morning to explain how we can gain a better understanding of the mysterious claims. Good morning to you, Mark. Morning, Laura. Hello. So what sort of things have people said have happened to them when it comes to near-death experiences? Well, many people... Uh, describe being outside of their body. That's uh, perhaps in a room where the, they've uh, died and looking down, seeing their body. Uh, many more then say they've been taken to a very pleasant place and some that they go to a tunnel where there's a white light at the end of it. So there's lots of different uh, descriptions of, of people being outside of their body while well, their own physical body is dead. It all sounds a little bit far-fetched and science fiction to me. I mean, how much do we really know about this subject? Well, about one in ten of people who die and who are revived have a near-death experience. You know, so that's quite a significant proportion. Um, what we know about it scientifically is not very much because... Mm. Well, for neuroscience, the body, if it dies, cannot have any kind of conscious experience. Uh, so there's a lot of theories which say that it can happen or these can be hallucinations which take place when the body is shutting down before death or it's reviving after the person has been revived out of this, this state of death. The problem with that, though, is that these experiences take place at the time of death, when the physical brain is down and there's no, there's no electrical activity at all. And so the, that's impossible for science. It just can't happen. Because that's what scientists believe, isn't it? That, that these bright visions of light and these divine visions and uh, being outside your body are created by, um, uh, by the brain. But if the brain's not working, then that can't happen. I was also thinking along the lines of dreaming as well. Yes, uh, but then if the brain is dead, you can't dream. Mm. Uh, there, are, there are some scientists now which are saying that uh, we've got to look into this further. We've got to really start thinking outside of the box um, because there are so many accounts which say that these experiences are taking place when the brain is dead. And... Uh, you can't easily uh, explain, for example, the case, and there are many, many cases, of, such as a woman who, who had a near-death experience. She came out of her body, went up to the roof of a hospital, saw a red shoe at the top of the roof, and came back to her body, was revived, described the, what happened to the staff, and then the staff went up to the roof, found the red shoe, and they noted that it could only be seen from the air. You couldn't see that shoe from the ground. How do you explain something like that? Well, that is, is an out-of-body experience. And uh, again, one in ten people have out-of-body experiences while alive, you know, while, um, while dreaming and so on. What do you believe, Mark? Well, these are are out-of-body experiences, near-death experiences are out-of-body experiences, just that the person was brought back to their body.
and uh, and didn't die. And it's clear that that consciousness exists beyond the body, and uh, that it is possible to explore this, not really by looking at brain waves and the like, but by personally having out-of-body experiences. Can anybody have an out-of-body experience? Yes, anybody. Um, I run online courses and we do a survey at the end of it and about 67% of people who answer the survey say they have an out-of-body experience. Would you know if you had one? Oh, definitely. <laughs> you would? Yes, definitely, because, well, imagine that you go into sleep because when we're alive, this is how these out-of-body experiences take place when we're asleep. So you lie down, you go to, go to sleep, and instead of falling asleep, you feel yourself lifting out of your body. And you lift up into your bedroom or wherever you've fallen asleep, mm -hmm. and you can see your body there. And, and I, well, that's a really profound experience for most people who have it. It must be quite frightening as well. Yes, it can be very frightening in the beginning. And I was terrified, actually, when it first happened to me. Tell us what happened. Well, there was a, a group of us um, trying to get out of our bodies. And uh, we were to go to a room to, to get up into the, well, the other dimension and go to this room in the other dimension. So a group of us lay down. And some of us got up out of our bodies, and it was the very first experience. So I was lying there, and it was like I was being pulled up, like I was just being pulled out of my body, and it was really, really weird. So it doesn't have to happen just in traumatic circumstances. You often oh, hear people saying about it that it's happened to them after an accident, and they've been there on the operating table, and they've come out of their body. You can make yourself do it. Yes, you can, you can train yourself to do it. It's just a matter of concentrating as you go into sleep. Mark, I thank you for joining us this morning. It's an interesting chat. Mark Pritchard there is an expert on the subject of out-of-body experiences.